we are back. Sorry for that hiatus. I got a new job, and that was last week was my first week, and I was so sleep deprived. It was ridiculous. All right, so got some feedback from uh, people who don't like that I edit out the f words. <laughs> uh, I do it for my mom. She asked me not to swear, and so that's why I do it because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking swear. Uh, but I'm no longer going to edit out the F words. I'm just going to do my best to not swear, even though I just said that it was impossible. But I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Either way, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, UFC 244 was this weekend. Boy, that shit was a banger. Dude, I just swore. <laughs> Top to bottom. Card was fantastic. Uh, I'm just going to go over some fights. Then when we're to the main card is when we'll get into uh, more detail. Hakeem Dawadu called that fight, beat Julio Arce, Arce, whatever his name is. Damn. By a split decision. Lyman Good defeated Chance Rencounter. Oh, man, that fight was brutal. Chance Rencounter didn't belong in there. Caitlin Chukagian. Chukagian, there it is. Uh, she beat Demia Jennifer Maya by decision. Jarhino Rosenstrick. He defeated, he knocked out Andrzej Arlovski in 29 seconds. That was brutal. He also uh, is taking the uh, fight against oh, Alistair Overeem because while Harris pulled out because his 19-year-old daughter's gone missing and uh, we need to find her because that's really sad and really messed up and I f feel really terrible about for that. Sorry, buddy. I hope you find her. The reward money is now 55000 People think John Jones is a terrible person. He put thirty grand into that into that reward, thirty grand. Dana White put twenty five. Johnny Bones put in thirty. So, yeah, he might do cocaine, party, grab strippers by the pussy. But you know what? He's a good dude. <laughs> All right, uh, Edmund Shabazian defeated Brad Tavares. Dude, KO'd him in a little under two and a half minutes. That kid's good. Ah, he's a little worries me because. Edmund Tarverian is his te is his uh, trainer, and we all know that he, I don't know, it's just after Ronda, it just fell off. But this kid seems to be good. He's only 21. He's fantastic. I mean, he destroyed Brad Tavares. It was insane. So that kid's going to be good, I feel like. And it'll be okay. Uh, Shane Burgos embarrassed Makwan Americani. That is the last time that I pick a Makwan Americani. I try to believe in him. I've given up before. I was like, you know what? No, I underestimated the kid. We're going to give him another chance. Not anymore. You're done. You're out. I don't give a shit what you do anymore. You're out. Shane Mergos just on pace and pressure and cardio alone just worked that kid. Makwan Americani couldn't even get up. He was having oh, trouble getting up when he would knock him down or he'd be taken down. It was embarrassing. Shane Mergos looked fantastic. Good for him. hope that kid gets someone ranked. Or ranked higher than Mach 1 was. Light heavyweight, Corey Anderson. This is the up to up to me, the upset of the night. I mean, he destroyed Johnny Walker. He was a man on a mission. Went in there and just started landing. I thought he was gonna go in there, be boring like he normally is, not do anything, and then just wrestle his way to the decision. Now nah, he came in, hit Johnny Walker with an overhead and right, and then just never let up. Poor Johnny Walker. It was a standing TKO, but that poor kid was just taking a beating. He had no idea where he was, Corey Anderson. Then um, he started taunting and swearing and talking shit to Johnny Walker. It was hilarious. I actually really liked him in that moment. Then he apologized for it, which can I just say is stupid. I mean, he's like, that's just not me. 
I don't, I don't normally do that. Like, yes, it is, bro. That's you. You did that. All right. You, that might not be who you were on the outside, but on the inside, obviously, you you felt that you tried. You sent a message. Everyone was overlooking you. I was one of them. Thought Johnny Walker was going to walk through you. I knew you could win, just not the way you did. And yeah, Johnny Walker was. He, you know, he had it coming. You were cursing, taunting everybody. It was fantastic. Don't apologize for that shit. You just knocked someone out. You know, in two minutes, that that's when you're at your most primal. All right, that's who you are. That's the animal inside of you. Don't apologize for that. If you're going to do it, fucking do it. Don't apologize for it because it's just, to me, it makes you look corny and fake. Just own it. Like, yeah, that was me. You can say, you know, the moment took over. But don't say you're sorry. Don't say, use other words. Don't say you're sorry for it because you're not because that was you. That is you. That's you at your core. And I love it. Let me see more of that. And I'm not talking, talking shit. I'm talking after you something like that when you just overcome with emotion and the moment takes over. Let it take over and embrace it. Don't apologize for it ever. Come on, that's Shell Sun in 101. Never apologize because then you can't control the narrative. Ooh, my guy, Kevin fucking Lee. Kevin Lee killed a guy, bro. Now, Gregor Gillespie, this is the highest level of competition he was going to face. Both phenomenal wrestlers. And then I picked Kevin Lee because that's my boy. I'm behind him 100%. Uh, I lost a little hope a little, a little after the RDA fight. Not going to lie. But uh, once he found out he went to TriStar, I was like, okay. He's going to take this seriously. And he did, dude. Hit him with a clean right hand. and Or no, hit him with a head kick and then a right, yeah, right hand. Dude, he was out with a kick, though. Ba-boom! Dude, out cold. Kevin Lee, boy. Tri-star. Tell you, he has the potential to be 65% of what GSP was. Under Faraz Zahabi. So, my boy, Kevin Lee is back. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis defeat... Uh, Beat Blagonoy Ivanov in a by the split split decision, even though I thought it was pretty clearly a win for Derek Lewis. This fight was awesome while it was a fight. There was a lot of time against the cage. <laughs> These guys, I mean, when they when they separated, they just let go. And Blagoy Ivanov ate some shots, boy, that would have put other people down, and he ate them like nothing. But I guess that happens when you survive being stabbed in the heart. But, I mean, they were against the cage for a long time throughout the fight. But while, when they did exchange, it was fantastic, and I loved every second of it. Steven Thompson. This was another surprise of the night. Beat Vicente Luque, but he brawled with him. This fight was fight of the night. Got these guys a bonus. But he, I did not think Steven Thompson. He's, this is the best he's looked since he beat Jorge Masvidal. And he just picked Vicente apart on the outside. And then when Vicente would come in and try to brawl with him, Stephen Thompson just accepted it. For the first time in his life, was like, okay, let's get it. And it was awesome. He looked sharp. Uh, good for him. He was coming off of uh, that devastating knockout loss to uh, Anthony Pettis. So good for him to get back on top. Uh, uh, over a young guy. He's won six or seven in a row. That's three fight of the nights. He's like four or five finishes in that streak. But Sandy Luque was on fire. Steven, and the way Stephen Thompson just went in there, got in his face, played his game, and brawled with him, and just was better. And then, uh, oh yeah, my guy, Darren Till, another person that nobody on one up MMA picked. No one, no one. They all picked Kelvin Gaslam. And I told them, don't sleep on my boy Darren Till. And he won by split decision. I mean, it was pretty obvious he won. It wasn't. A sh it was a shock to me that it was even a, that it was even split. Uh, 
he just he let this fight was uh really kept a distance uh and darren till was able to land his leg kick and then come over the top and with the heavier punches kevin gaslam didn't look like himself took darren till down once for like a couple seconds and darren till was able to get back up and then after that just didn't go down uh, Darren Till said that he was super nervous and even thought about faking an injury before the fight because he just wasn't feeling like he was going to get in there. And still beat the number three uh, middleweight in the world. He's ranked number five now. So good good middleweight debut for Darren Till. He's, he feels fantastic now. So he, you know, even on his worst night, he beat the number three middleweight. You know, his worst night mentally. I mean, physically, he looked phenomenal. So good for Darren Till. He said he's back and everyone's going to get it. So I like that. Let's get This is Darren Till after he... Uh, Oh, it was the same attitude that he has after he beat Darren or Stephen Thompson, which for all you haters, he did. Argue about it however much you want. That fight was super tactical. My guy hit and dropped him, and my guy landed the harder and the more effective shots. Darren Till won that fight. You'll never convince me. Didn't was it close? Absolutely. Did Stephen Thompson win that fight? Fuck no. Get over it. The main event, baby. Jorge Masvidal fought Nathan Diaz for the. BMF title. Now, Jorge Masvidal dominated this fight. He was he dropped Nate. I mean, it was the the exact same head kick that that uh fucking what's his name? Josh Thompson hit Nate Diaz with. He hit him, he kinda Nate kind of dipped down and he just cracks him right across the front of the face. Boom, puts him down. Jorge, you know, 10-8 round for Jorge easily. Second round, Jorge just keeps just stays in the distance, picks him apart. I think he had him on the ground for a little bit. I mean, and then Nate, Nate Diaz got up and he landed some good punches. Didn't no thing seemed to stun Jorge. Like he definitely felt him. I mean, he was hurt, but not like rocked. I mean, he was never in any danger. It was a good. The second round was more competitive. The third round was around 50-50, but I still give the edge to Masvidal. The same thing, just the pressure that he put on Nate. And Nate wasn't get tired. Nate was right in there. He just wasn't fast enough. Jorge Masvidal was obviously faster. He hit him, he, he hit him, he'd opened up. Uh, so the same cut that Anthony Pettis gave him opened up above his uh, right eye. And then uh, Jorge Masvidal opened up. One that was actually was pretty, pretty nasty too, underneath his eye. And after the third round, the doctor called it. It was bullshit. And a lot of people are saying that Nate would have won those last two rounds to win the fight. He wouldn't have. Jorge Masvidal doesn't get tired. I mean, he was in there. And I wanted to see those next two rounds just because Nathan Nate Diaz would have picked up the pace. And it would have been awesome, but I don't. I don't think he would have beat Jorge. I think Jorge would have stood right there and matched him, uh, like he was doing in the first three rounds, very easily. I just thought I just knew that was when the Diaz Diaz has come alive, and I knew that that those were their rounds. So I was I wanted to see that. It sucks we didn't get to see it. Uh, by no means was the robbery that fight was Jorge Masvidal's from the time that bell the bell began to the time the fight ended. So yeah, Jorge Masvidal is your BF, BMF champ. Both of them said they want the rematch. Dana White said he's not really into it. I'm into it. Just don't make it a this whole the whole card around it. The BMF title is meaningless. It means absolutely nothing. And, and you know, don't make this fake belt or have anything to do with the BMF belt. Put them on a co-main event of a big pay-per-view. Boom, there we go. We're making the main event of an ESPN card. I mean, they're gonna want money. It doesn't matter. So they're gonna probably gonna want pay-per-view. But yeah, I mean, don't make it this whole spectacle. You know. Let him fight again. Just don't make it. I mean, it's um, the the you made the big deal of it this time. It's gonna be a big deal when if and when they fight again, no matter what. Like Connor and Nate, that fight's always right there. It's gonna be as big as it was because of the first two. 
because of the build-up, the momentum, the BMF title, MSG. This fight, the hype is there already. You don't need to build to that. Put him, I mean, or give him, make him a, make it a non-title pay-per-view, like the Diaz and McGregor. I don't care. I want to see that fight again. So, Dana, make it happen. Do the right thing. All right. There's a fight this weekend, but we'll go over that Friday. Uh, let's get some headlines. Some news for you today. Oh, Israel Asanya. This is how I know that he's not going to fight John Jones anytime soon. I'm going to say within the next three years. He wants John Jones to come down to 185. That boy is never making 185. John Jones is massive. And since, his, since he started microdosing, he's just getting bigger. You're telling me that you want him to come down to 185? That's how I know it's going to happen. You're the one who called him out, pussy. And it's John Jones. You don't make demands when you just become a champion to the greatest of all time. To, for the man who wasn't for some bullshit 12 to 6 rules, would be undefeated and have the longest win streak in UFC history. He's won f how many? 13, 15, maybe? I mean, he would have for sure have already broken Anderson Silva's record of 16, I'm pretty sure. The boy doesn't lose. You're not going to come and demand things from John Jones. If you want John Jones, it's going to be on John Jones' schedule, on jo by John Jones' terms, and at his weight. That's how it is, Israel. Those dems the breaks, boy. No matter how big you think you are, John Jones is still bigger. From for the right reasons, for the wrong reasons, doesn't matter. He's bigger than you. And he'd beat your ass, just so you know. Oh, all right. Anyways, Jorge Masvidal wants to fight Canelo Canelo Alvarez. Well, he wants to box Canelo Alvarez. I get he comes from a boxing background, but it's different. There's things in MMA that that aren't in. Like, ask TJ Dillashaw and Vasily Lomachenko. Lomachenko spars with TJ because the boxing is different. The angles are different. The hand position is different. The defense is different. Our gloves are smaller. You know, there's different ways to manipulate. And the things you can do in MMA and the things you can do in boxing, it's not the same. It's just not. That's why Vasily Lomachenko spars with TJ because it's not the same looks. And that's why when it gets to boxing... He has these different angles, the different things that he can do that they don't they don't know because they've never seen it before. Canelo Alvarez, especially because he's on steroids now, and you can say what you want, but he failed two drug tests. Uh, and the second time he failed for ten for it, the second time was ten times higher than the first. That boy on some shit. Whatever, get it. I'm mean, I'm here for it. whatever you whatever you need, man. But Jorge Masvidal would get eaten alive in a boxing match with uh, Canelo Alvarez. That's just how it is. So Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero are talking about how they're trying to set up a fight on social media. <laughs> nah, fellas, that's not how it works. Dana White, my man, doing the right thing. He wants Yoel Romero to win a fight before facing Israel Adesanya. You're coming off a loss, bud. You lost to Paulo Costa pretty clearly, in my opinion. And also, you're 0-3 in title fights, and you've missed weight the last two title fights you were supposed to have. The interim championship with uh, Luke Rockhold, you missed weight. Then the rematch with Robert Whitaker for the undisputed title, you missed weight. And you just want to come off a loss in a phenomenal fight, but it's a loss nonetheless and fight the champ? Fuck out of here. But more for a Robert Whitaker rematch. But Robert Whitaker said he wants to fight there until, so I have no idea. Let's look up the uh, rankings. It's not going to be. 
It's not going to be Till. There's no way they let it be Till. Yeah, oh my god, could you imagine? One fight a minute away and fights for the title. <laughs> okay. Ooh, maybe Jared Cannonier. So Rob Whitaker wants to fight Darren Till. That's takes care of one and five. Paul Cost is injured. He's next anyways. So his title shot's protected. Uh, Your Merrill said he has to come off a win. So Jared Cannonier, maybe you let uh, Kelvin Gastelum and Your Merrill fight. I'm into that. Souza's moving up to 205. He's eight. Derek Brunson, nine. Nope. Edmund moved up to 10. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Jared Cannonier. Oh, yeah, Jared Cannonier. Or Jared Cannonier is going to fight. you. Or, yeah, Jared Cannonier. And then you Romero and Kevin Gastelum fight. Yeah, I like that. That's how that should be. Hopefully, that's how it works out. Anyways, um, I think that's really about it. All we got for this. Oh, fighter of the year. So people are saying that Jorge Masvidal is the fighter of the year. I disagree. Has he had a phenomenal year? Absolutely. Absolutely. 3-0. and All finishes. Knocked out Darren Till you know, in London. Knocked out Ben Ashkin with that fly knee, which was the fastest KO in UFC history. And then he just uh, just beat up Nate, Nate Diaz for three rounds. That's... That's awesome. When the BMF title isn't real. And uh, that's, that's, and be real, Nate did that. That, that fight wasn't because of Jorge. That fight was because of Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz called Jorge out, said it was for the baddest motherfucker in the game. Jorge accepted. That set, that whole fight, the reason that title existed, 70% Diaz, 30% Masvidal. Now let's talk about Henry Cejudo. Is he a little cringy? Yeah. But also, he's won two championships and is concurrently holds the Bantamweight and Flyweight titles. Knocked out TJ Dillashaw, who was on EPO in under 30 seconds to defend the Flyweight title. Goes up and in a striking brawl, knocks out Marlon Marais, who was like 24-1 in his last 25. Was finishing everybody in the first round. Henry Cejudo's a better wrestler. That's why I thought he was going to do it. The same game plan he had with uh, Demetrius Johnson. No, boy. He came out there and brawled with the brawler and knocked him out in the third round. And the titles Henry Cejudo won are real. They're legitimate. They're recognized by every every athletic commission in the world. They mean something. He had, you know, or Masvidal's belt is fake. It's, it's not even as real as, a, as an interim champion. All right? It's a prop to sell a fight at MSG because you can't have MSG without a title fight. They tried to get Kobe Newsman. They couldn't get the money. That's the reason that BMF title exists. They needed a belt to hand out at MSG. Henry Cejudo is the fighter of the year. The accolades he has, defending his championship, winning a second championship, is better than anything Jorge has the fastest KO in UFC history. Fantastic, buddy. You had a fantastic year. I'm not saying you didn't, but you didn't have a better year than Henry Cejudo. You have one more fight. I'll give you that. But Henry Cejudo, he fought twice. Won championships, real ones. To me, Henry Cejudo is the fighter of the year. And it's not even close. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'll be back. Uh, let's go Thursday. I'll be back Thursday to preview the UFC Moscow show. With, yeah, I don't even know who's headlining. But we'll find out when we get there. So, yeah, just remember, in the world, there are winners and there are losers. Here at Winning, that's all we do.